Welcome to a special Songkai's Update Plus episode. There's been a lot of news that's been going around. It is December 19th at the time of recording. So with everything that's been going on, there's been a lot of news to catch up on. So I figured we'd do a special update episode instead of an episode proper. And today I'm joined by Pedro. Hello, we back. All right. And joining us for the first time is, is... Velke, he is the one half of Acra Stage. Hi. All right, let's get into the first bit of news here. Riko Kaiju announcing her retirement. She was absent from the Sukuban show on the 14th of December. Or no, the 6th of December in Miami due to injury. And then a week later on the 14th, she suddenly announced her retirement. She was not present at the conference, but we all we wish her all the best. Belkis, you want to help us go through this? Okay, so I Rico Kaiju is one of the another one of the people that I have started that I followed the whole career of. Alongside with Himeka and uh, like who who I watched debut, who I watch and who I watch retire. In Riko Kaiju's case, I'll probably won't watch her retire because um, she's probably not going to have a retirement match uh, because of the nature of the sudden announcement. So, one of the weird things about this is that uh, she was not present, as as you said, and uh, Natsuki Tayo and Arsene Kajima and uh, Samura. Uh, Kaiju's tag partner in Twin Little uh, Little Twin Berries uh, were there in person, and there was uh, there were some uh, journalists, and they asked questions about that. And it was uh, in their words, it was very sudden. Uh, the announcement of the retirement. Of the, by the way, the date of the announcement of the retire the the it was very sudden for Rico to ask to retire. Uh, they did not expect it at all. From the machine translation, it says that even a few days before they were training together, and nobody knew why she asked to retire. At least nobody talked about that. Not at the presser. Not. Any other of the wrestlers on social media? She's like, I uh, still don't know. Yeah, yeah. We still like nobody said. I have not seen anyone saying anything about it. Uh, one of the weird things as well is that she turned twenty-two two days after the retirement announcement. Basically, she announced her retirement. The announcement was announced on her birthday. Uh, one of the things that was said uh, in the announcement is that uh, 
that they had to announce it, like they had to announce it immediately because of the because it was the main event of the last show of the year, and they had to change cards around, so they were unable to wait any longer because people would have bought tickets to see the Rico and Sasamura uh, defense against Suri and Nakajima, which. I disagreed when they booked the main event of the show because I felt how to put it. I really liked the story seedling built throughout the whole year. I really liked the build towards Riko Kaiju and IMS Samura's win over Los Eagles uh, in the summer. I did not like how they won. I extremely disagreed with the way it was handled. Uh, and I think part of it is because Sorry came back. And it felt like Sorry stole like the spotlight from Reiko. In their thunder, maybe? Yeah. Because like I followed the whole story. As I said, I followed Rico's career through start to seemingly end. Mm-hmm. And her big story was that she bled against Wenny in the title matches and in the matches beforehand. Both her and Samara bled. Rico bled a lot in the matches. And they even had singles matches in Shinjuku phase before the title match. And uh, Rico bled again. And in the presser and in the build-up, Rico told Vanny that she'll make her bleed. And she did not. And my thinking was that because Seedling had to pay Suri and was unable to pay Vanny money for her to make her bleed, and or it was taken from the main event slot, which was on that show, supposedly, before Suri came back, because that title match was huge. The tag title match was huge. It was the biggest, like, the story uh, The story of Seedling this year was youth. Youth challenging Orisa Nakajima, youth rising up, youth making going into main events, and Riko was their wrestler, and her win was taken from the main event of the Shinjuku phase, which was what I thought is going to be to the semi-main event, and it was just a roll-up. Like there was the match was good or very good rather, but the end was it didn't feel deserved. And I think it's possible that she just got tired of that. That she was promised and supposed to be the second in the promotion and now she's distant third. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, do we do you think we they kind of I don't know, like this I feel like this match shouldn't have ever been booked. Well like yeah. do you think that they just put themselves in a corner with that? Yeah, I think so. Uh like you want to if you can have access to Suri, you should use Suri. If you can afford her or if she's willing to uh get booked by for less money in seedling than anywhere else because of her roots there uh i guess it's much better for you if you have sari there 
on your roster and as your champion that's fine but like making the story of the promotion instead of the this youth fighting for their life against other people and now you get Sri and Arisa and Nakajima and they like take over the story of the promotion immediately. Uh, I didn't like that at all. Like, why not book someone against Sari and have Sari beat them in the main and event? Book, and just book another tag team against yes. the berries and just, you know, something yeah. big, something nice. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Like, you can yeah. basically book whatever. You can You can even do Arisa Nakajima and, I don't know, Probably not Matsumoto because Matsumoto <laughs> won't be able to lose, won't be willing to lose Makoto, uh, to maybe? Rico. Uh, who? Makoto. Makoto. Yeah, Makoto already lost there, so she probably won't be willing to take any more losses. Like that, that's, as you can hear, that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like just a bunch there, of like, yeah, like why? Why? <laughs> seedling, uh, seedling does not have roster. That's Arisa Nakajima, Rico Kaiju. Maybe three. Maybe we can count her onto the roster, but that's not really true. Yoshiko is missing in action. Whatever happened mm-hmm. to her? Uh, Amazon is gone, but like, do you want Amazon to put over uh, Rico? Like, that's not worth that. There's nobody that is willing to lose to a three year rookie in a semi main event of Kuraken Hall title match, probably. And if there yeah. are people, they want to get paid more to lose. And Seedling really does not have the money. Like, they right now has Sukeban money. Maybe that's the way. But <laughs> as I said, the booking was weird. I don't, like, I don't have insight. I, I, I cannot see into her head, but yeah, the we have nothing. Most, we have nothing yeah, to work the, off of at all. The most thing of the people was like people, the other people from her generation and so on, was kind of uneasy. It was all about like I did not know, I did not know that you need help or something like. That. It was, it's, it was really weird. It was really weird, and I don't know what to take, uh, take from that. Uh, she'll probably never appear again. At least it's that's how it seems like. I don't know why. I don't know. We don't know. Maybe she'll appear again in five years. Maybe she'll appear again in two years in some promotion. Maybe she come back to Seedling. Maybe she appears in, I don't know, Ice Ribbon. Maybe Stardom. Maybe Tokyo Joshi Pro. I don't know. Yeah, like I like I don't want to harp on so much of all that, but like, it's it sucks because you know like they can they can she can always come back. But like leaving like this just feels like super yeah. off. Like it's just this leaving like I I love retirement shows. I adore them because they are the celebration of the wrestler's life, mm-hmm. and they are one of my favorite shows to watch uh, because you can see the love of the roster and the fans for the wrestler, and you share that with them. But I won't be getting that with Rico. She's probably just gone. Maybe she's going to appear on the uh, on the seedling Korakan Hall show. I don't know. Nothing's announced there. Yeah, um, I'm gonna just sum it up for myself real quick. Uh, she's someone I never really 
super got into because I was very kind of late on the ceiling by the time like COVID was happening. But when COVID was happening, that's when I kind of started watching. Um, yeah, I was very, I was very impressed with her very, like pretty early. Like I think I was maybe around for I don't know what year two of her or like a year and her first year or year after, whatever. But I always thought she was very, like promising. She was great. Like it just, it just sucks because in reality she was basically the only rookie on the roster, and then after she was basically the only youngin. And then when they teamed her up with Sasamura, I was like, this this works, you know? Like, this is just so great. And, like, the build to them winning the titles was, was really good. And then the match was... I, I still think it's good, like Velkic said, but it's just, like... Like, where else do we go now? And it, it, it sucks. Like, I feel like we had way more to go. But, yeah, it's just... Sadness. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is unfortunate. Because it looks like they're trying to build up like a cross promotion rivalry with her and Eureka Oka. There you go, mm-hmm. Eureka Oka. They're yeah. building that up, and then you know once you know the whole build with the tag team titles and then finally winning them, and then you know Sari coming in basically cutting your legs from under her because you're not gonna have her beat Sari. So it's kind of no. like no. I can fi- I can feel her frustration if that's what it is. Like her just being like, you know what, I'm injured and I'm probably not gonna go anywhere in the futures, like in the near future. So you know I'll just call it here. And it was, as I said, it was her birthday. Like, maybe she decided, okay, this was my youth. I'm done. I'm an adult now. I'm leave. I'm going to leave. Just, I'm 22 now. I need to find a real job that pays, pay bills. And I cannot stay living at my family forever. And this will not pay the bills. I need to leave. Or maybe she wanted to go do some school or something like that. We, we don't know. That's that's the issue. We, we don't know. She stopped speaking on social media. She's gone, basically. And she just went excommunicated. It's maybe she's going to do like what uh, May Sarah did. Just be off the map. Yeah, like that's my hope. Like, if if we if it comes off of anything just like that, like, maybe they'll, she'll come back. I don't know. May Sarah was gone for what? Two years, I felt like? Yeah, two years. So, I mean, we're, we're hope, but like, you know, we're just coping. Yeah, maybe she can take the Yuki Mashiro approach, just go focus on her school. Yeah, that that's the part that gets me sad because I know they were, you know, friends. And I think one of her last tags was with her. Yeah, and she, Yuki posted uh, about <laughs> Yeah, that got me. That got me back to my feels. Well, now, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about some uh, happier news. Miyuki Takase finally won a championship. Not just one. Not one, but two. She <laughs> defeated Emi Sakura at DPW's second anniversary show for their Women's World Championship on the 10th of December. No, no. Yeah, 12-10. And then yeah, you're right. Joker number one for the OSW Fukimen World Championship at the OSW Shinkiba show on the 15th. The Miyuki Takase fandom is finally thriving after two and a half years of complete sadness, disappointment, bro- broken hearts, and a lot, lot of tears. Miyuki Takase once again is a singles champion. Feels Buzzer so beater. Buzzer beater in December. She, she finally gets some stuff going here. 
Yeah, last time she was the singles champion, it was on the 4th of April in 2021, which, by the way, is just a half year before the shuttering of the old system of AWG. And I am, if I'm not mistaken, at that time, they already knew what they were going to do. So she, her losing to Saki was probably to reward Saki for her work in AWG before they all leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm glad I'm glad this happened now because we could at least toss her in our top list of the year for her. <laughs> like she's definitely jumping in there cuz I mean she's done great work all year. Um she's been everywhere. She's finally got two belts and she's like a main woman story in Noah, which is Weird and cool, I guess. <laughs> I think she's been the most prominent woman there. I think she's done the most for them. Yeah, which I mean, I'm, I'm happy as long as they treat her right. My my assumption there is that uh, quite possibly she is the point woman for the her for their division there. Uh, seemingly, she's basically booking nomads, mm -hmm. but in Noah. No mads, get it? You see? See? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. together. <laughs> it is cool though, because OSW is kind of like a home promotion for her, like a hometown promotion. So yep, that's 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 her basically. Uh is it possible that it, it was the first wrestling she's no 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 she was taken to the she was taken to the Actors Girl show uh before she decided to join Actors Girls. Yeah, she never saw wrestling before, so OSW is not her home promotion that she saw the first time, uh, like Dragon Gate for uh, Momo or for Mayu Watani. And then <laughs> Noah has a chance to give her a triple crown, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I've, I mean, I'm still like on the fence of what the fuck they're doing, but like, it's it's weird. That's they're weird, but I mean, I'm with it as long as as long as uh. Uh, what's her name? Why am I forgetting her name? Uh, Nozaki gets new gear. <laughs> Please tell her to get new gear. Please. Hopefully, like she pulls out something for the tag match. Yeah, probably, possibly. Uh, so like you don't trust into uh, um, you don't trust Noah about her women's division when their president, uh, Mar Marufuji went to Twitter and told his fan base to. Please uh, recommend him women's women wrestlers, so maybe the company can start booking them. <laughs> he does a radio show with Miku Aino. Yeah, he does not do any, uh, and one of his and like uh, all the wrestlers around him like know a lot of women's wrestlers. For example, one of one of his like uh, coworkers is married to a women's wrestler. Another of his coworkers was trained by a women's wrestler. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> you could literally just call Chigusa. <laughs> She'll figure it out for you. Didn't, he didn't he say? Didn't he say something even stupider? Like one of those days, like he he was asking, he, like, like he he said that if fans will like cheer for them very much or like this uh, share something like or something like that, maybe the company will try to do something about it. He's the guy <laughs> who is supposed to do something <laughs> oh about <God>. it. <laughs> He's the president. 
You like, make the rules, fucker, not us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> I don't I don't have the pencil jack as you do. Yeah. Anyhow, I yeah. I don't know I don't know what Noah is doing. Like it's Noah. Yeah. Nosava's booking whatever they are doing. Like basically Nosava booked a mystery show, probably mystery show for Sumo Hall. Like, okay. When I saw that, I was like laughing my ass off because okay. I guess the office told you, oh, you may, you lost only $800,000 this year, not $5 million. Okay, let's go, baby. Let's fucking go. Cutting it down, <laughs> like, baby. <laughs> like, so far, Noah is in the, has, uh, not Noah, uh, Cyberfight has lost only, I don't know, what was it? $12 million? Since they've been purchased, I guess that's fine. Yeah, I mean they believe money. It's whatever, I guess. But yeah, people, some people, some people still don't understand that they're just made to believe money. Yeah, they're a corporation. Other companies, no, they're not made to just you know believe money and hemorrhage money, whatever. Cyberfight, it's whatever. <laughs> Honestly, My, I mean they've they been coming back on a loss though. I'm not gonna lie. In recent time, they've been coming back. Like my, especially uh, like the recordings and shit. My fault. Yeah, especially the good. vods. And the vods. We don't get much fucking live streams anymore. We get a lot of vods. Which yeah, you hurts. know why? Do you know why? All right, give me the rundown. Because wrestling universe is too good. Oh my god! It's too easy <laughs> to watch the show at home for nine ninety uh, for nine hundred ninety nine yen instead of. Buying tickets and going uh, for six thousand yen and going to the show. And they said, reasoning. Yes, <laughs> they said we're giving you way too much. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's like if you they are basically shifting to less and less live streams because they decided they will be a what service, a VOD service, not live service, because people seemingly are not going to the shows if they are live streamed. Because it's mm -hmm. easier to stay at home instead of going to the show and cheaper. That's the thing. Like people like throw away, throw around the term the, the Japanese wrestling economy and Japanese wrestling is bad. But like people have learned that they can watch wrestling at home without going to the shows and buying much more expensive ticket. And if the economy is bad, that's what they are going to do. If, as you know. Yen is yeah. out. No, my God, yeah. fuck. <laughs> Here we go. And even too, like even when uh, their wrestlers show up in America, they have their matches up on the site. Yep. So you only have to buy the pay per view. You can just wait until they upload it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like it's the wrestling universe is too good. And it's, like it still is like the most bang for your buck in terms of wrestling uh, streaming yes. services. Also, just doesn't suck ass. Like, I mean, player works. <laughs> fucking, oh my god! And nobody, and and down. no, and not the not the marvelous producer is producing it, oh, so you can world. actually watch it. Oh fuck! <laughs> we'll get that. We'll get into that in a second. But uh, my hope for the Noah Women's Championship, if they ever do bring one up, if they do like a little small eight women tournament, I think that'd be like the best way to go for it. Yeah, let's hope uh, 
the great Sequoia wins. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a trip. She had to beat Miyuki, probably. That's wild. They're gonna if they make her lose at Ariaki, I'm gonna be very sad. Cause she <laughs> she just won belts and like, okay, you have still have no pool, lady. I'm sorry. Ume. They're gonna pull uh, Diana's gonna politic hard for Ume. Hey, Ume's a fucking world champion, which I don't know how much that means. But yeah, that's it. World champion. It is cool though that all of fucking Red Luminous are uh, fucking world champions now. I did not. Yeah, I did not watch that Magenta show. Uh, uh, for one simple reason I've seen the clips and I cannot when I've seen the clips I wanted to lie down on the floor uh, so my head would stop spinning around oh it was it was bad yes yeah, Nada move us over to that now <laughs> one, one more thing it is cool to see Miyuki finally uh, at the top of DPW because knowing oh, James yeah. he's been talking about her for a long time even before DPW was a thing so I know he's been itching to get her at that top billing. Oh, okay. I was I was at those shows where he was wearing the the hoodie. Oh, shit. Um, oh yeah. The the pink hoodie. What oh what was the faction that I and Miyuki and Shuri were it's seedling? Yeah yeah it's seedling. Uh back voltage? Uh, high voltage? Yeah high voltage high you. voltage fuck yeah high voltage I said max well, max voltage. No, it, was it was max voltage. voltage. You it are right. See? Correct. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. I was like, I was, I was think. Uh, Fifty dollars. With my back to to the hard cam, and he was sitting in front <laughs> of the hard cam. So we, I, I was looking at him. He was like standing out. So yeah, I was a new show. But he bought the. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I think I can speak for all of us that we we very much love her and love like how she wrestles. She's a actress alumni, so we're. You know, we're right behind her every time. Uh, me and Sadat have been fans for a while. Belkids, I'm pretty sure, also. So, yep. Very happy. All right. Pedro, take us over to Marvels. Okay. So, I don't know the day of the show. I really I don't you. care. No, I, <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> it was also the 10th of December. Fuck. Okay. We need to talk about this. Because the production of this marvelous show was fucked. It gave from, me whiplash, dude. From frame one, this show was insane. You know what's I, fucked? Sorry. My eyes hurt. You know what's fucked up? I noticed oh. if you if you go back and watch uh, Magenta's intro, it cuts to the beat of the song every time. Oh, yeah, every beat of the song, there's a cut. That didn't that didn't make. Like my vomit-inducing, like head, like even like it, it, it didn't, it didn't make it any better. So this show had weird production problems because whoever had the for the finger on the button just kept hitting every other scene every other second. Which, I mean, it only gets bad when my head starts hurting and I'm like literally about to throw up at, on my favorite tag team's entrance, and I was. I felt so sick. I tweeted out that I was like really legit about the vomit. I've never felt like that before ever in my life watching a show. The show was also in like 480p for me. Uh, I watched it on a, a website and I felt like shit. But we got to see one of my favorite tag teams this year win a title when they beat Takumi Aroha and uh, Chikayo, Chikayo Nagashima, pretty sure. Yeah, Chikayo. Um, they beat them. Uh, pretty sure 
Rico rolled up Takumi. And yeah, of like incredible. They're the they're the team is just all vibes, incredible baby face energy, incredible fire up. Uh me and Sonata have seen them live, so and I don't know Velkich, have you seen them live? I don't, no, I don't, I, you uh, weren't there for their their start, were they? I don't think I've seen them. I'm I'm actually not sure. Like I've last time I was in uh, the first the 2020 uh, 2019 2020 uh they were not teaming together. Yeah. And I am not sure if I saw them live this time. Uh they are not at us, not at seed, not at they might have been feuding by the beginning of the year still, maybe. Uh no, I think they were already they were already taking magenta. Okay. Because uh, they're magenta. on and off for a while before they became an official tag team. Matches. Uh start yeah, of the they... year. Oh uh start of the year. No. No. Nope. No, I did not see them together. Because the the show they were at the twenty-fifth of December and then twenty-fifth uh, of uh January according to cage match so I missed them uh together I've seen like uh either Rico or uh Maria singles or like in some other con separately uh, right compilation yeah separately okay. not not together as a tag team wow we got a one up on you this time <laughs> exactly uh, yeah like we I I think they're incredible I I think they deserve this, I mean, it's not it's, again. I it's not the best way to win. Just you know, a simple roll up. But it's, I, I still think it was really good how they did it because it's the it similar Rico. thing that Rico Kaiju had with mm. Samura on seedling. And now it depends if uh, Marvelous will let them win something because uh, I think uh, Maria is slightly debuted. Uh, before both uh, Riko Kawahata and Riko Kaiju, uh, but after Ayame Samura. So, like, she's in middle of them. Uh, let me look just to be sure. So, Riko Kawahata debuted in, uh, in late 2018, uh, Maria debuted late 2018, and Samura, uh, Samura debuted late 2017. So, mm. yeah. So, uh, Maria and uh, Kavahata are basically uh, classmates, almost. Uh, they, there's only one month between their debuts. So, it's fine. Samurai is just one year older. And Riko Kaiju uh, was much uh, much younger. Yeah. Um, no, like I said, like I, I think they're, they've been really great together. Uh, I think Riko has just elevated herself like since kind of signing or jumping over to marvelous um yeah it, it was because she was, also yeah she was uh freelancing or relative rookie so that was her issue before jumping to marvels now mm -hmm. she's signed somewhere and she can get power of the promotion behind her and not lose that much as much as she was losing just don't dog them out like they did mio mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, that's where that's where our distrust comes from a little bit, but I don't know. I think they 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 hop around the U.S. and I mean uh, California and come back and 
I think I think they'll get some matches in, probably get some defenses in, and you know, lose it whenever. But hopefully, it's not losing it in a very slimy way. I'll say. Yeah, they, they this match could have ended after that second moonsault, but Takumi said, "No way, dude." Yeah, I thought I was, I was like, I know that she went off the roll up, but I saw the the double moonsault. I'm like, holy shit! Like she's about to win with the moonsault. By the way, her moonsault's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking gorgeous. Bokish won't watch his match because he doesn't want to die. But yeah. no, I think no. sooner I, I, later, I uh, <laughs> it's it's very similar to why I cannot watch WWE because I can't. Like I my my ass my eyes start hurting, and then my head start hurting, and then I'm like physically ill. He's wheezy. Yeah. So no, <laughs> I'm not going to watch that. Like sadly, I'm not. But like I, to be honest, I've missed a lot of Marvel this year anyway. So I'm yeah. not uh, exactly broken up about that. Maybe, maybe, maybe next year. Yeah, it's been okay, good, but like, not. It's incredible. I am also Academy fan. I'm not Marvelous fan. Oh God. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm just I'm on the other side of the fence. Someone help him. You can't be helped. You got Ozaki. Yes, um, I have Ozaki on my brain. All right, let's kick it over to the state of the Joshi Indies. Let's talk about Ice Room for a second. They part they're participating in Project R. At a press conference held on the twelfth of December, Ice Room announced their partnership, in, or their participation in Project R, along with pro basketball hand vaulting into ice ribbon previously owned under neo plus inc has now become ice ribbon inc ice ribbon is now under man under management by rebellions uh project r is the first management model in the live entertainment industry that unifies a variety of tasks that were previously handled by individual companies they did this right before we get into ribbon mania and then the ribbon mania main event has been set kahumachishita will take on Ibushi Hoshi. Ibuki Hoshi. Not Ibushi. <laughs> Not Ibushi. Imagine combining Not... <laughs> those two people. That would be insane. Those chops and fucking <laughs> knees. Uh, Belkic, I'm going to need you to run through the legal here. Okay. Basically, what's going on is that Isabon got sold from their previous ownership and People who bought them uh, are called the Project R on the Rebellion Go something. And I've, my assumption is that they bought them because they wanted women underneath them. Because they have two male sports teams and adding uh, women will help them along to get stuff for, for whatever they are. Uh, it seems like they are, uh, they will have uh, from what I uh, okay, I need to open a recap that I have for something uh, for the stream uh, Yappy did oh yeah, um, Yappy did a whole ass live stream about because, it yeah, because the I missed that completely uh, okay, okay, okay uh, do I have it here I'm sorry that I'm looking it up, but take your time uh, no worries. Uh, actually, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, yeah. She said that wrestlers will now be getting paid to train, not just to wrestle. 
so they'll when they'll spend time in dojo they'll get paid for the time uh also uh is still yeah B is still the contract person for the foreign talent but there is going to be a manager uh who speaks english so she's going to be actually doing the uh, professional job and Yapi will not have to have another job uh, which she wants she was not being paid for yeah because when you are a wrestler you're supposed to do jobs for a promotion without being paid paid for them uh, and the neo plus the previous owner will still handle posters dvds and such because they because that's basically what they do, and they bought Ice Ribbon to use those skills uh, to have content. Basically, what Cyber Agent did in much bigger way, Neopass bought Ice Ribbon and used them to produce content to use their printing presses and DVD producing machines and so on to make money off. Mm-hmm instead of buying content from them, so they bought the whole promotion. And uh, she... Okay, that's just probably everything. Basically, they will be better paid than they were before. Uh, and they will be participating on outside of wrestling events. That's Who's why that? they probably, the, the company that bought them basically probably bought them uh reason for why they bought them bought them. is that same fucker still there like the president or whatever the name was the president is still running the side of wrestling in neoplas i don't know if he's okay. head of neoplas or something like that i don't think so i think he's just like upper management of neoplas not the the big boss of neoplas okay yeah so hopefully he's i don't know who ran off Sahi and I don't know how that all went down and hopefully he's not involved with more. Like, big big part of that probably was about the money mm-hmm. more about than um, more about anything else because as the wrestlers grow you have to you have to remember wrestlers that start in Iceborne usually start very young. Uh so they don't need that much money because they live with their parents, go to school and so on. Uh, and use the wrestling as like their physical hobby. Yeah, physical hobby. And just use it as part-time job. But when they leave school, there is this period where they do wrestling and don't have school, so they should be doing wrestling more. But Ice Ribbon, because of the pandemic, lost a lot of money and was unable to pay them more than or what they were probably asking. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they would have to... Like, if you get kicked out of your family home and you move... Or you move some some partner of yours to a, to a rental flat, where are you going to get money if you are a wrestler? Especially if you have that much dates as Iceborn, but you perform in front of maybe 100 people and the roster is quite big, so you are not go- getting paid that much. It's it's not great. So it makes sense why the wrestlers were leaving in throws. 
the pandemic basically killed Ice Ribbon. It attempted to kill Ice Ribbon. No, but we back now. We coming back. Oh, maybe, hopefully, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 actually really excited for their uh Ribbon Mania show, so I'm I will be watching. Hopefully there's some more different changes we see go along. Um I know a lot of us haven't been hype on him in maybe I don't know, a year and a half, I wanna say, maybe two years. Um I think ever since what Asahi was in the main event or like Asahi challenge for the title, I was kinda really in and then now I'm very much out. Um and then they started their new era stuff with Ano on top and I thought that was fine. I thought it was pretty fun, but yeah, I've been I've been on and off. Yeah, that when Ano won it from Rivermania and then she lost it to Totoro and then they gave it to Giri. We're all just kinda of waiting for eventually Ibuki to get it and now she has it. Yeah, and I mean the the very easy thing to do is put Kaho and her against yeah. each other and, and they're running it back. And their match is good. The match they had earlier this year was was great. Yeah, I'm really excited actually with yeah. that whole sh- I'm not I, don't, I honestly don't give a fuck about the card. I'm just excited for them too. Cuz I think Ibuki's been doing really well this year. The tag team stuff has been really good. She um got the team with Miyuki. That shit was crazy. Oh yeah, yeah. Get the, also them giving like Yuri like st- and like anything was pretty cool. Um but I mean it's again it's not been the best of the best. It's been very on and off for me. So yeah. I'm kind of excited to see if they get back to their any type of form really because they have a very talented roster we are we're like it's very obvious but i think a lot of the public um like downfall has been very like bad for them and you know you know how joshi fans are and you know how the wrestling fandom is is like we see one bad thing and we go on and on and on and on um that goes for a lot of us even me even all of us like we we just it just becomes doom after doom, but I, I think I'm very excited for hopefully them getting something back on track because they've fallen down the ladder a lot compared to um marvelous Sendai and I don't know what else <laughs> wave wave even wave has fallen down that ladder also but that's just that's just the the climate of wrestling over there right now it's 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 weird it's weird it's it's a lot different than what it was in 2020 before the just before the pandemic. Uh, I know that some people never seen that, but especially some recent fans. But before pandemic, Iceborn was fighting for supremacy. Probably was more successful than Stardom just before Stardom purchased the, uh, got purchased by Bushy Road. Like it was, they have planned 14 Korakan dates in 2020. And they've lost them all, or almost all. Like it was a wild turn. That's insane to think about today. Like they mm-hmm. were running easy one hundred one thousand people, Korokans. Like what they do, and they did one a month. Yeah, they had a crazy roster too. Yeah, they did. That's that's one of the issues they had that they run into. Like seedling can scale down. For example, seedling can scale down because. Before pandemic, there were five wrestlers. Now there's just two, and uh, same for Sendai girls. Same for Marvels. They just can scale down, and then they can 
rebuilt back up. But for Iceman, they had a huge roster in 2020 and early 2020. I don't know what 30 people, 20 plus plus uh, plus 15 freelancers, usual freelancers that were on almost all the shows. And now there are what maybe 15 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of lot of young talent now. Yeah, which as I said, those people, those are women who are not paid as well as the older ones because they don't need as much money. They're willing to stay there. Yeah, I am also interested in the uh, their tag team titles too because I like their champions. I like, the more on time I get to see, the better. She doesn't pop up as often on my screen. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I like I said, I think they're they have some interesting things going on, but it's like let's see how long this lasts and maybe how if we could just elevate it, we'll see. Yeah, and then with Ganjo, speaking of Ganjo with Yuri, they don't have a women's championship actually, but we'll see if she gets a challenge for the Spirit of Gombare again. Yeah, I mean, I think they've been doing like pretty good, good work. Like, uh, I, I don't understand like people's weird, like, fixation on like not liking like the promotion. Like, I, I, I don't know why I've seen that, but I see. Is I mean, they're not running. Amazing cards in fucking eight hundred building, like eight hundred people building. They're just running like four or five match card with a couple people in like a hundred seater building. I mean, it's yeah. nothing crazy. Um, but they have the ability to book people like Tay and people like uh, who have they been booking this year? Osaki uh, and people like that. I mean, it, it's all it's it's nothing insane. But yeah, I think they they've been having up, really fun. Maggie popped up. You know, people show up there. Yeah, I mean, I'm a fan so, of them. So yeah, Seki Gahara was cool too this year. They had what Linderman versus uh, Imanari. <laughs> Linderman, and then Wave. We have uh, Benny. She won the Catch the Wave. Now she's the was it Regina Day Wave? Yeah, yeah. yeah she she's finally home. That's After a while. where she started. Um, that's where she started alongside with Rina Yamashita and Natsuto Sumire. Okay, just tell me your your opinion on Wave. Like in the past year or two, I'm still not going to follow them. Yes, I don't <laughs> believe them. I, I don't trust them. I, I don't trust them. You gave Shida's reign, dude. That that belt was held hostage. Yeah, I know. I know. That's that's like what I mean. Like you you did that to yourself. I I get the injuries. Why uh, you kind of fucked them over, and I understand that. Uh, but I was never a high man on Nozaki. So even though people were saying me that she's picking it up and she's not as boring as she was, I still was like not sold on her. And um, the big issue is that I watched Wave when it was awesome, and it was like the the crossroads for all the wrestlers all around the scene before Seedling took took uh, that away from them and like built their built themselves up to be that place. Uh, for the freelancers to have these kick-ass matches because of the philosophy in their like uh, how, how the matches were going on and they found its niche in comedy uh, in comedy uh, but like I I'm not sold on like the comedic wrestling as the main thrust of the promotion uh, and the thing is that I like I'm what what I watched wait for 
they've lost. So I've moved away from them and like I'm I'm looking at them and waiting for them to get back somewhere where I can trust them again. Because again, as I said, they gave belt to Shida. They've lost my trust completely. I think the Nozaki thing did them in really bad too. Yeah, it, like it, that it, was like what like she we were waiting like you could tell they had plans and we were waiting, but then nope. Fucking uh, she's out and like she's back from injury. You have your bell on Venny who probably will not lose to just anybody. So like you you gotta make something happen there and it's 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 a whole situation. Like the yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah, you just look at Sendai Girl. She didn't want to lose to uh, Mika Iwata. She had to drop it to Millie McKenzie. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't. Uh, I mean, like, again, I, I think I think Mika, I think that whole thing is just not amazing for her, but it's like, I, I will give it, I'll give it, like, you know, some chance, but, like, we're not off. We're not off to a good start for champions. It's not looking great. I mean, look. I mean, look what they did to Mio earlier in the year, and then <laughs> now we have Mika won. Remember, we we're all excited, and then she lost clean to Sari. So we're like, okay, now we're just back to square one. Yeah, like I get, I get it. There's a story there, but it's just like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, start. Yeah, uh, the thing is that Sendai girls have been treating Mika Iwata as a rookie. That uh, she who challenged for the first time. Like this year for the title, she's been wrestling for eight years. Like, what yeah. are we doing here? There's a reason. What are we actually doing here? It's like, <laughs> yeah, what are we doing? And Sendai Girls is great too. I love like their product is fantastic, but you got to go to the farm to keep up with it. The live streams are super fun. It's just, yeah. but it's just like, <laughs> okay, like man. Cool. Like their show quality, like the actual video yeah. quality is great. Yeah, the the thing that Sendai always had, uh, probably now more than ever, is the match quality as well. Like they have awesome matches, because they book awesome wrestlers and are really good. Like their core roster is really good, and can have a lot of a variety of matches with the freelancers. And the freelancers they book for their shows are like also able to have variety of great matches with. The, the core roster and core roster is interesting each member is different mm -hmm. so like everyone will have a different style of match and you can do combos for tag matches or multi multiple matches so like there's interest uh, there's a lot of interest in them but i was watching sendai for how many how long four three years before i've given up on them because the booking like fought me over and over and over and over again. Like fool me once. Shame on me. Shame <laughs> on you. Fool me twice. Shame on you. Fool me five times. Shame on me. Like enough is enough. And very similar to Wave. You have to make me trust you again. Like what this this sorry Big Ash and Mika Iwata's story is the big test for me, for them. I will come back to watch them if they prove me wrong. Because I expect them to do wrong. <laughs> I am more willing to come back to Sendai than I am willing to come back to Wave. Because, as I said, I don't see anyone in Wave that 
like I'm interested to get invested emotionally in in Wave. I am mm-hmm. more willing to get invested emotionally in Dash, in uh, Manami, in uh, Yurika Oka, in Mika Iwata, everyone but Big Hash because I just I don't like get invested in her. I've I've see her as force of nature. Yeah, she's done. She's done everything that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, not match wise, but like you know, like championships. Like she's she's held hostage for all that shit. <laughs> junior champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like when again, as much as me and Sonata and probably everyone else love like Sari and her going back to back in those uh, championship matches back then, and like Sari beating her and. Doing this and that, and her losing the belt finally. Blah, 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 blah. She's held hostage to those belts for a long time, and like Mika's been like stagnant, just standing there, just doing whatever for a while. It's like, like I, I always go back to her, and um, it was Hashimoto Dash versus Kagetsu and Hazuki when <laughs> Mika Wada kicks the shit out of Kagetsu. Or uh, Yushino, and what do we? What, did we ever get anything out of that? Like, can we give this girl like anything, please? Like anything, like even a, like a a a pinch of cool, like something, please. He's begging. He's literally begging. On my knees for to give this girl like some like pull, push something. And she's like their stepchild. <laughs> yeah, like, like out. yeah, but like, yeah, like, like Velka said, that I think, I think we're more in terms to go back to them because their quality is amazing. The quality is great. The people they book is great. The matches they booked are great. But like, the the belt stuff is just like, yeah, two hundred kg Hashimoto, always, yeah. forever. <laughs> <laughs> then now forever. Yeah. Uh, let's move over to uh, Takase's other tag team partner, Haruka Umasaki over there in Diana. As we mentioned earlier, she is the Diana World Champion, and they do have two good young wrestlers over there in Miran and Nanami. Nanami, basically little Ami. Yeah, like uh, I think I've I don't know if I've said this on this show or not. Uh, she hasn't really defended that belt. I think she. Even took a pin like in a tag match the other week. Yeah, that's the common theme here with all these championships. No defenses. I think it's Himiko challenging her, I think, soon or later on like a random show, I think. And it's like, all right, okay, we're not, I understand they don't run shows like every day, but they they definitely run the Amistad a lot and they're yeah. trying to build matches or whatever, whatever. They've, um, they've gotten the little stardom rub. They have had like Lady C and Saiya yeah. come over. Yeah, the, the 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 I guess the relationships like I guess it's all right. Yeah, it's it's not been New Japanish. Starlight Kid's coming over <laughs> too, isn't she? Yeah, and then I think Ida has done stuff. Ami C. But yeah, like uh, I don't know. Like it's um I I. Again, I wish they book her better. I think I think she's definitely gonna retain or whatever. But I, I think the belt's just on her for a, as a belt buckle, which because she is like you know the one being seen a lot 
Like, I, like even when we went to go see her in LA, I thought, I mean, I thought she was gonna have the belt, and like, yeah, she didn't have imagine it. her bringing that belt over. That's that's pretty cool, but nope, didn't bring it. Nope. And then Pierre J, they just signed a new wrestler, didn't they? They have a new Filipino wrestler on their roster. Ah, I forgot her name. <laughs> I know. Forgot her name. Yanagawa is their Princess of Pro Wrestling right now, right? Is she? I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I I'm not the Pure J guy. I think maybe uh maybe Zavi. Maybe Zavi's that guy. <laughs> yeah, Zavi watches it. Yeah, I would. I, I wish I would get into Pure J because it, it seems very fun. But I'm yeah, definitely not that guy. It's like you have to choose. Yeah, we we have not enough hours in the day. <laughs> yeah, it's like you have to choose and decide when when it's not. When enough is enough, and sadly, UJ falls into the. It. I don't have enough hours in a day. Yep. It's hard to keep with every wrestling. Yep. Yep. But just hope we just hoping they're doing good because it it looks like they've been doing great stuff this year. So. Yeah, from what I've read, it's like logical, and all makes sense, which is like one of the most important things if you are doing wrestling, uh, for your stories and for your stuff to be logical and make logical progression forward and not step back. Yeah, it looks. It seems like the wrestler's name is Cheska. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. That's the name. Yeah. Oh, hopefully, we see a lot of her. I'll say that. Before we talk about the freelancing, you guys have any thoughts about Gata move at all? Not my scene. I have none. <laughs> all right, we'll move on over. We <laughs> talked a little bit about Nomads basically being Noah right now and colors. We'll see if Saki brings over that Sukibon money and puts it back in the colors. Yeah, it sucks for her because uh, two of her like members are injured. So it's basically her and uh, damn. Why am I forgetting her name? I'm forgetting her name. No, 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 no. Uh, she's injured. The other one, the blue. How the fuck am I forgetting? Yuko Sakurai. Yeah, yeah. Yuko Sakurai and her. It's basically her and her right now because Akari's injured and Rina's injured. So. Um, Speaking of Rina, though, she's had a great little I, year for herself. She's awesome. Uh, yeah, she's great. I'm, <laughs> we we saw we said it first we saw her firsthand just she's an incredible like worker and everything it it sucks that she was she's just injured and then prominence too see if uh <laughs> Risa Sarah brings that Suki bomb money and puts in the prominence probably will yeah I mean she's been doing some insane stuff just for herself <laughs> yeah. she's been all over the place yeah like for her you know, like her and Ano and people like that. Like, I, all I all I hope is that they get their vision, like they get seen, they get their money, they get their matches in, and they're living com- comfortably. Because I mean, they're working really hard, and I mean, they should be because they're they're the vets. Yeah. And then she's finally coming to GCW. Oh, that's where she's supposed to make the big money. <laughs> Unless the Sukiban money is the big money. Handshake uh, and a hot dog. Yeah, uh, no, I think they're. I think the uh, the Jeshu wrestlers make a really good uh, money uh, in GCW. Yeah, I so, hope no doing them right. Yeah, the, the, they are paid well for their 
work there. Yeah, and I know she's gonna make bank off her merch too. She yes. did at Suke. She did at Suke Watt. Not Suke Watt. Because uh, because Kitsune. she she Holy has shit, really you just combined both the promotions. <laughs> and, and by the way, she has great merch because she actually produces a good merch. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Need that prominence tracksuit. I never. I didn't even get to see their merch because it sold out. <laughs> Dude, what time, last time we got there, reporters are gone. Yeah, yeah, I, she's awesome. <laughs> did she sell out before the show, or she had some left still? Uh might have been before. Yeah, it was like they again. They they all of them underestimated how much they yeah. people were gonna probably be there and give them money because I mean Tay sold out. She sold out. Take uh, notes, Eric. What's your what's your oh, god damn it? Uh Miyako had so much merch just waiting. And she uh, was selling like hotcakes too, and she still had uh, her table was still full at the end. She was yeah, selling she, she was smart to bring like a whole case full of shit. Like, yeah, she brought everything. She brought all of her merch. She got the yeah. CD. Yeah, but shout out Risa. I I, yeah. I hope they treat her right and I mean I, I think she'll be fine. She's great. And then um let's talk about LLPWX. It was Takako in a way's 35th anniversary show, and she announced that she has three new trainees, Nico, Wakana, and Natsuki. We'll see if they pop up in the future. Yeah, I've already tried to claim Wakana, but sadly, it does not look like she's going to be as good as the previous Wakana. So, I've watched the... Uh, they published a video of those three training. There's some... Like, there's seemingly some potential. And... Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing them pop up on other in other promotions because I don't think we're ever going to get to see them on LLPWX shows because I don't think they actually hold too many shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't wait for another Natsuki and another Wakana to ruin yeah. the the <laughs> Josie landscape. <laughs> yeah, as, as I said, I'm, I, I tried to claim Wakana already, just seeing her all around on the mat, but I think that's Actually, too soon. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I should claim their claim her after her debut. It's like when I claim Sunny and then Sunny. That's Sunny. <laughs> look, look, I I chose Zonas. I, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. She got a vote in uh, in in the Tokyo Sports. Yeah, Sports. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I won. <laughs> Hate you. <laughs> we 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 claimed them before we ever saw uh, seen them. Uh, the funniest, uh, the funniest was Alex, uh, because Alex claimed uh, one of the girls that didn't even make the oh yeah protest, and then and then then claimed Sunny. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited for them because uh, Takako was one of my favorite old school Joshi. So we'll see how she trains these guys, girls rather. Yeah, let's 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 hope they stick around because please uh, more and more. <laughs> yes, I need please. I need more Joshi. We need that's more new of, blood. That's one of the interesting things. It looks like more dojos are like backed up because Seedling posted pictures with two trainees, uh, like two days after the announcement of Rico leaving. So I don't know. Arisa posting picture with them was like ah. Uh, <laughs> sure about it, Arisa. Seems like, like hey, I got something to show. Look, I have two more to replace you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm not sure about that, Arisa. Uh, we have three in LLBX. Uh, we have reports about 10 people in Stardom Dojo. 
uh, already produced how many? Four? Five? If you count Meiho Shizuki into it, uh, like Meisera, if you count Hanako, Risa Fella. Risa Fella. <laughs> Hanako. I, Look, uh, that was her name. Mizuki. I Arisa fucking Fella. know. <laughs> it's Blowjob Risa. <laughs> I was gonna call her Irish, but uh, we'll go with that one. <laughs> I guess. No, that's no, that's that's what yeah. her name was. Oh my God. The, the kanji was for Fellatio. <laughs> that's oh Fella. It's fucking wild. Oh my God. Uh, uh, <laughs> like she, she has teammates from the same club. One of them is called Madrakon. You want to know what Madrakon means? Jesus, what is it? The man who wants to fuck his own mother. <laughs> now you, know, Loli- awesome. you, you know Lolicon, the con thing of yeah. the world? Mothercon. <laughs> That's ma- and he's called Madrakon. This whole segment is going to be one giant bleep. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Good lord. Anyway, I'm let's so talk about sorry. unions. Let's talk about the union. We have one more thing. I know. Sorry, ism. Oh, do we have a card for that? I think I've seen some pictures. Well, from the Twitter, which I'm going off of, we have a tag match of Riko Kawahata and Mio Mamano taking on Tomoka Inaba and Azusa Inaba. Inaba What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah, that's a no goddamn way. I'm about to lose my shit. That sounds amazing. And then we have Jack White Yokota and Aja Kong taking on Kazuna Tanaka and Chi Chi. That's also uh, good. That's, that's, yeah, I'm about to say, those, she's... those two are going to get up. They're going to get up Like it's Zodia. It's Holy going to shit. be painful. And then we have Karu Ito and Arisa Nakajima taking on Kurumi Hiragi and Sayaka uh, Unagi. Why did I say it backwards? Because you're thinking of the new Sayaka. Yeah, probably. Oh, and wow, then, yeah. And then the singles match, Takumi Aroha versus Miyuki Takase. That one should be good. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, no bullshit, please. Please, Takumi, play ball. She has a belt, you don't. <laughs> Do the right thing. Yeah, this card looks insane, actually. I, I didn't even realize that. And that then the main card. event, a tale as old as time, Sari versus Chiyo Hashimoto. It's like the seventh time I've watched it this year. <laughs> We should just do a fucking Iron Man match at this point. God, um, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't like an amazing fan of their her return match with her, but I think it was it was cool. I I, I think I'm just too coded because we watched uh, the other two matches before that a while ago. Um, yeah. so hopefully this one is the be all end all, them trying to kill each other because I am all with it. Yeah, I'm pumped for that Inaba tag. I hope they go crazy. Uh, what I'm interested in the main event outside of the match sounding fucking amazing is uh, do you think that Chihiro Hashimoto will have a giant booboo face on her face when she comes out from from the curtain? You said Chihiro booboo face? Yeah, Chihiro. Have you seen oh, her fuck. when she's going to lose? Yeah. <laughs> she looks amazing. like someone killed her puppy. Every time she steps through the curtain when she's going to lose. It's amazing. It's like Kane's pyro. You just gotta pay attention to her face. Does she wins or lose? Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope she loses. <laughs> <laughs> now we got that out of the way. It's time for the Union. United oh, Japanese Pro Wrestling Union. Federation. Union. 
<laughs> okay, take us through all the legal jumbo here. Okay, I was coughing. Sorry. You're good. Basically, what this is, before anyone jumps to any conclusions, this is a lobbying group. It's a literal union. Yes. This is unification of what wrestling is towards government, not towards fans. So they are planning a combined show, but I don't expect them to actually combine too much. I don't see any cooperation outside of what we already have seen. Uh, the, the Frontier Zones on New Japan show, the New Japan wrestlers on Noah shows, uh, and everyone and everyone mixing together because they want to be seen by fans of other promotions. The wrestlers want to be seen by fans of other promotions and to promote their own promotion. So the fans uh, want to spend money at the other promotions. I'm not sure if it works or if it does not work. What this organization is, is one major thing that's supposed to do is to give Seiji Sakaguchi a cushy job. Because he's an old man and he wants to be able to be paid by wrestling. Uh, for those who do not know, he's Seiki Sakaguchi is Seiji Sakaguchi is old time uh, long term tag team partner with Antonio Inoki. Like for 30 years, he was his tag team partner. He is a father of Sakaguchi from DDT. So that's, ah. there's, the, there's the connection. Uh, he told Sakaguchi from DDT to not go into wrestling because Sakaguchi from DDT is too small. So that's why Sakaguchi from DDT started so late. But it, it, he's his son. Um, so there's this connection. So Seiji Sakaguchi will get a good paying gig uh, for it, uh, to improve his retirement. And government will have a person to talk to. And all the politicians will have person to go to drinks with in, on Friday. Oh, so yeah. that's, that's great for the Sakaguchi and all the politicians. Uh, but basically, uh, uh, all joking aside, it's, uh, it's actually good because uh, beforehand, before pandemic, government actually did not have anyone to turn to if they wanted to talk to pro wrestling as uh, as an industry in Japan, uh, with pandemics, with pandemic after pandemic started, there was there were some attempts of cooperation or something like that, but it actually never really like worked. Uh, not as as this thing, and uh, we will see if this will hold up. Uh, I as I said, I hope it works as a lobbying group as something. Uh, where wrestling can talk to government and government can talk to wrestling while they will not actually go to talk to New Japan and count them as a representative of pro wrestling, but they will go talk to Sakaguchi as a representative of pro wrestling, which is much better because other companies, other promotions, which are nine, and I'll read them out right now, uh, it's New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, 
DDT Noah, DDT Pro Wrestling, Gambare Pro Wrestling, uh, Starum, and Tokyo Joshi Pro. These are uh, outside of New All Japan, which I have also also read. These are Bushiroad companies and Cyber Agent companies. Then All Japan, then Big Japan, Dragon Gate. These are founding members of this lobbying group, uh, which will provide like the one unified place to talk with and for wrestling. Uh, I actually, as I said, I don't think they will do much cooperating uh, for fans. I will. I think much. It's uh, set up to be something we don't see as fans. Something that's supposed to work for wrestling, and it for sure is not built to defend Japan <laughs> from WWE and NXT Japan. Whoever thinks that is mistaken. You know what? No. I, you know what? I'm taking a stand. This is a stand against Triple H and his big nose. Stay away from Momo, you <laughs> bastard. No, but yeah. I, I, I've, I mean, we've all seen like the insane thoughts people think this is. and Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, I love the fantasy booking. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's whatever. Like, when okay, you see these... <laughs> when you see these names uh, next to each other, you're like, "Yeah, this is this is gonna be fun." But you know, this is more for the wrestlers, not for us. Yes, yes. It's uh, like I when I've read that and re- I I've read that they will hold a show. The 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 show is the biggest red flag. If they didn't ever said that they will hold a show, I would be perfectly fine with that and would have believed in the thing more than when they said they will hold a show because I don't believe them. Like I don't believe in like any cooperation between the companies as much as to put a show comb- a combined show together because it does not really make sense because these companies are too different uh, and even the thought and idea that there are stardom wrestlers that are Joshi wrestlers on like this male show it's like quite jarring for me because uh, there's like uh even within the companies themselves there are opposition against even the corporations themselves that, that seems there seems to be opposition against holding shows together uh with the male and female companies and uh like new japan mm-hmm. does not want star wrestlers on their shows eating slots yeah. and times and times so yeah, those that's stupid that. bastards. I mean, that's why that's why they had to add dark matches before they started doing it last year. Yep. Yeah, but I would I would think the at least them organizing and you know trying to fight not fight back on it, but you know try to at least even the field now that they see and they should they just should know and look at the metrics just these past years. Every the company has been like below stardom and you know. All this shit. I don't know. Uh, I just, I just hope they finally see the light and see like that. You know, like I don't know what have that those rosters be thinking when they think that women aren't above them because half those people don't. Half those fucking dudes aren't shit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's like what? What can I, what can I tell you? Like, there's. <laughs> 
Why you gotta talk about Dino like that? <laughs> Fucking Dino. I don't know. I I, I have like no, I have no one to like feed off of because I I I kind of legit don't know who's the assholes in the back thinking like that women are we, we ahead know, of them. Like, we don't know, but there we know there is people back there yeah. lobbying for themselves and you know. That's it's like it's it's even logical. Like they have roster and they have to fight against each other, and now there's. These there's these women who are coming to take their slots, like what, what, to their, to their, to take their spots. Like what are we doing? Like, the, like for example, someone like uh, this is this is the easiest uh, route to take. Someone like Yujiro Takahashi, mm-hmm. who wants to get paid for his wrestling in New Japan for wrestling, who he has been wrestling for for decades now. Like and now this my Ibatani with a title come comes along and takes his spot. Like he wants to get paid for those ten thousand people in the arena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's wrestling for them. What's this woman doing here? She's new here. Why is she here? Why is she above him? Why does she have more time? What's going? Can... <laughs> why she's why she's going to why she's getting paid more? Because her knees work. <laughs> I'm I'm He's sorry. Woman. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. We have to use Yujiro as your example. <laughs> yeah, but from what you what you were saying, it sounds like they just did they did this so they can get proper re- representation and negotiation. Yeah, the the, the 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 union is like that's about the promotions them. Uh, that's about the like the wrestling as a whole. There's like mm-hmm. probably not like politic and fighting about stuff. Or at least not now. Probably it was a lot before. Uh, probably one of the reasons why uh, Glade's not on there, because Dragon Gate's on there. So, uh, and I don't think Glade's going to be added to the group. I don't believe that this is like something that's going to be doing many shows going forward. And I think it should stay as a lobbying group, as an organization that organizes uh, wrestling together as a union and not as like this overarching organization that uh, promotes shows or something like that. So it's like confirmed they're having like a show right for yeah, this they or con- are they having a meeting? <laughs> they confirmed that they are having a Budokan show. Okay. A Nippon Budokan. Yeah. It's going to be like a mix of a uh, CyberFight Festival and the Mudo show. Yeah, that's where yeah. my brain is for that. Yeah, we we don't know what's going on. If like every single promotion will do an offer match, which is quite possible, similar to what Assemble did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's like nine promotions right now, nine matches. That's a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yep. a hefty show too. That's a that's a lot. Yeah. So you open with Tokyo Joshi Pro, then you do Gambare, then you do uh, then you do. I don't know, Big Japan, then you do uh, Noah, then you do DDT, then you do Stardom, I don't know, some mix of the shows. And then you end with New Japan on top. Or you do... A mix with you Noah or as something. A, as a New Japan graciously bow down and let all Japan have their, uh, the main event. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, That's like the possible, like the political play for this show for for this show is going to be really like harsh mm-hmm. and the most logical result is that all japan is going to because it's the oldest promotion 
All Japan is going to main event the show, and it will be the way to save face for both Cyberfight, which is in theory bigger promo, big bigger company because they are owned by Cyberagent, which is much much bigger than Bushiro, and to new for New Japan because they are much bigger promotion than uh, all of the Cyberfight promotions combined. Uh, so like there's there's that. So I if they are going to get a show, I expect. All of Japan. If they are going to get offer matches from each promotion, I expect all Japan to main event the show. You hear you heard it here first. All Japan main event. Okada's gonna whip Kaito's ass <laughs> one more time. For all the people to view. Um, for all Japan. I'm I'm very excited just for the backstage pictures because I already can tell I can tell something's either gonna go down or we're gonna get some like Legendary stuff. <laughs> we got a taste when they allowed Utami to post a picture with Maki. Yeah, that's that's we're getting we're close. We're getting there. But now we need it in gear in the back, all smiles. <laughs> yeah. she, I'll oh, believe she, it when I see this. Hey, she even has a picture with Yoshiko, so or Yoshihiko. Yeah, it's like we're like I'm, I'm waiting for like the Tam and Maki, or I don't know something, something insane that's gonna rile up the Twitter for like a good day. pandemic boo boo. Yeah, something like yeah, anything. B star, Sherry and fucking me looking at each other. I don't know something stupid. But but Bandeboo would be funny. B star would be maybe funnier. Shoko and Brie Priestley. B star, oh, damn. <laughs> B star is crazy. Be, put B Star versus Pandemic Boo Boo on the show, and I'll be happy. Oh my God, that would rule! <laughs> that would kick so much ass. Mirai just decapitating uh, Noah for old sake. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. We know she, we know she can bump her ass off. So yeah, I don't know. That <laughs> <laughs> should be cool though. That sh- that would be awesome. Yeah, again, like we don't we we don't want to be the fantasy bookers, but yeah, like there's been a lot of that the past week, and like. I mean, it's already calmed down, and people don't, aren't aren't doing that because I mean, we know what this is, but it's just it's just fun to think and know that they're having a show, and a lot of those people are going to be interacting. So, yep. All right, now that we got done with the federation, let's take a brief intermission, and then we'll move over to TJPW. Let's kick it over to TJPW. Combat Princess was pe- this past weekend. Okay. I haven't got your thoughts on it yet. What do you think of that generational battle that they had? Oh, I have not seen that yet. Oh. That's, that's on my, like, to-see list. The fuck? Uh, I thought I'm going to be able to watch it on this weekend, but I didn't get to it. This dude's a fucking uh, liar. I'm a fraud. Traitor. I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. I know, I know, I know. Uh, it's like one of the matches that I'm, I need to watch and I was hyped to watch, but like I I didn't get to it at all. What I watched this what I watched this weekend. I just got to only uh, to like do random certain house show matches, nothing more. It'd be like that. Yeah, yeah it sometimes like that. it does. It really do. 
the real life the real life is a hitting wrestling has to wait okay no yeah i watched the match it was good it was only good no it was great it was if you've seen the hype for it you should know it's it's been it was very much a hit maybe one of their best matches this year so yeah i talked to tran about it on the patreon oh yeah 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 what takes trans word for it it was legit top match of the year for them like i don't like in terms of like energy and performances and like the shock, yeah, I think I think it's 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 pretty up there. Let's talk about Yuka's graduation show. It yeah. took place on the sixth of December at Kitazawa Town Hall. She pulled she pulled triple duty on this show. Oh, as, as one should. Double maybe. I would not call it triple. The first one was kind of just like a feel good, like let's just have fun here. Yeah. The Japanese I quit match was Rika Tatsumi and Yuka Sakazaki. I think she just wanted to like have a match involving each member, like each one of the big three. Yes, because they had the because she had the triple threat obviously in the main event against Shoko and Yamashita. Right here, she's teaming with Rika against Tony Honda and Transham Hiroshi. Yeah, these two guys are the people who were who they were in band before they started wrestling. Oh, okay. So it's like, like their connection. Circle, full circle moment for them? Yes. That's why, I'd like, Transam Hiroshi and Antonio Honda were like, I don't know if they were actually in the band with them or if they just had, like, other gigs. I think they were in the band with them. Yeah, 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 they were. Uh, they were both wearing masks, and Rika was supposed to wear masks before she debuted as well, but then decided not to. I just wrote a little qu- quick little notes here. Uh, not involving uh, Yuka here, but Rika did hit one of her best twist of fates in this match. Can I be Velkid for a second? I'm not gonna lie, I haven't watched this show, and I'm really sad about it. So, ah. uh, the, the first match, sad. the the first match is like uh, this one is not good, not great, like match wise. It's a fun bit to see. And to consider where they started and what, uh, how far they gone, uh, the match actually is not good. Of course, uh, yeah, you don't have to go out of your way to watch it. It's just yeah, Transam Hiroshi in there. You just want yeah, to kick off Hiroshi the show. and Antonio Honda. Like, they're, it's obvious that they are not hitting each other. It's like everything is very yeah. s- does not the the moves that do not look good. And it's not about that. It's about them like doing that, like both Rika and Yuka doing that with their the people who brought them into wrestling uh, before uh, Yuka leaves forever. So <laughs> forever. Yeah, she's she graduated from Tokyo. Yeah. She, she's never coming back. She's leaving forever. That she comes back and dunks on whoever wins. I'm gonna start him, baby. Let's go. She said, "Nope." <laughs> nope, not stardom. Not anything. Yes, uh, the second match was the triple threat against Yamashita and Shoko. One last streamer shower. They opened the skies for her. Have you guys seen yeah. that clip at least where she rolled up in them? Yeah, that the was ring. no, that was proper. That was proper retirement streamers. Yeah, and then she was she was holding back tears the whole time. She was trying not to show it the entire time. 
Last last streamers before she goes surfing in the U.S. Yeah, she's going to pull it, Nakamura. Yeah, this match is literally just like the big three going at it one last time. Makes me sad. It is. Yeah, if, without these three, TJPW would not be anywhere near what it is right now. Yeah, it's like, it feels like that. Um, uh, now, I'll be upfront. Yuka is one of my favorites and is and was my favorite in Tokyo Joshi Pro for years now. Uh, I've done the the career retrospective video, and I've done two of them. One is every Ethereum match, year by year by year by year. And you can watch her because you watch her in uh, in the same venue on the same day every year. And you can watch her progress and change. Every third year, she's a completely different wrestler. Every second year, there's like the first two matches are against Candice Lorray. The second, the other two matches are tag titles involving these four wrestlers: Riho, Yuka, Shoko, and Mizuki, in different combinations twice. So you have Miracleans with Yuka, and you have Magical Sugar Rabbits with Yuka uh, against Mizuki and Riho on the first year, and against Riho and Shoko second year. And then you have the series with uh, Miyu Yamashita in the venue, and and then you have the one uh, singular match with Rika Tatsumi, and Yuki Arai match. Uh, like you can see, every match is different, and she evolves. And I am not sure if there's someone else in Tokyo Joshi Pro right now who will drive. The wrestlers to change and evolve as Yuka did because Yuka was on the forefront of every single change and switch that happened in the promotion. I don't know if there's anyone else who's going to do it. Maybe Shoko is the one who's going to do it. She's the trainer. Maybe she's going to be one who's driving, who's going to be driving the change. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. We will see. I'm sad she's gone. Go it ahead. Was, you can cry. It was, it was it was very bittersweet. Um. Yeah, I was there for the retrospectives, and yeah, I could. It it gave me a lot of more light on how much I felt about her. Cause I'm not gonna lie, I was very like whatever about her for a while. Like, but I, I always liked her. Like day one, since I seen her, I was like, like yeah, she's great. But like, I don't know. I kind of fell off of the promotion a little bit the past year or two. So. I was very much like, oh yeah, Yuka's still here doing things, and then all yeah, that, like all that was, stuff after, yeah. Yeah, even when she uh showed up in AEW when it first started, she's completely different now than she was back then. Yeah, the, the, even that slight change is insane. But yeah, yeah, like I like uh when I don't think I've ever seen that Reika Psyche match, but when I seen her in Reika Psyche, I was like, oh. This is really good. Like, holy shit! Like, like this is what I kind of missed. Like stuff like that. Like, yeah, like, she it was really talented. It, it it was really good. Yeah, uh, like her. If you watch her progress and change through the years, you can see like the the points where she decided what she's going to do, 
if she's going to stay a comedy wrestler, if she's going to be a trickster, if she's going to be a flyer, if she's going to be a hardcore wrestler with the outside. Uh, that was just before the pandemic. Like she, every single match she did had some like outside brawling elements to it. And then when she was forbidden to do the brawls to the outside for the into the audience because of the COVID, she became like this powerhouse wrestler. And her last year was the, the complete and total ascension of this. Like she was no longer the Terminator that like walked through Shoko, completely demolished her to get the belt. Uh, she was someone different when she faced Yamashita, and when she then after uh, when she lost the title to Mizuki, uh, and her her tag title work, her tag work was also very different. It's it will be very interesting what Tokyo Joshi Pro looks like when she after she leaves, much more than any other retirement before her. Yeah, she's leaving some very big fills, uh, shoes to fill here. Yep. It's like there's finally there's finally another spot at the top of Tokyo Joshi that's opened up and we'll see who takes it. Presumably we're all, you know, everybody's kind of in unison thinking it's gonna be uh Watanabe. Yeah, it's we'll like see. I mean <laughs> Yeah, I mean I don't wanna go on and on about the promotion again because I, yeah. I I have I would have like a million things to say about them, but I I just hope they pick I mean there's a lot of people that's that are right to take you know, some helm. But I think Watanabe, people like Suzume, Hikari Noah, uh, Endo, Endo. um, Of course, they're going to have Yuki Rai pushing that spot. But yeah, it's like they can choose between a lot of people and hopefully they just do it right and don't uh, just make it organic. Yeah, it's it's tough because, you know, every time they do something new, like they give someone a championship that hasn't held it before, and then eventually we just go right back to the status quo and it's like, okay, now what are we doing? Yep. That's one of my, one of my problems, but uh, I, like slowly they, they do change. Yeah. Now they're kind of forced. I mean, I mean, we'll get to the, the 1.4 card in a minute, but you know, after this match, you know, they had a little round table talk, the girls are crying and everything. And the Mizuki came out and they had like a little impromptu exhibition one last time for the sugar rabbits. Yeah, it only makes sense. That would and happen. then, and then when the, everybody was lining up to hug Yuka at the end of the show, when they gave her flowers and gifts, uh, Rika gave her a little photo book, which was pretty neat. Your little scrap Yeah. Well, that was this before. <laughs> this is, that was at the end end, but she ended, she gave her like a little uh, scrapbook of pictures, which is adorable. And then the, the one thing that caught my attention was like, Every member of the roster was sobbing. Like it, you could just honestly, you could just feel like young and old. Everybody in that company, like she meant a lot. Like that's signs of a good leader right there. That everybody was in tears, whether it be someone that had just debuted this year or someone that's been with her the entire time. You know, everybody was sad that she was leaving. Yeah, like I don't want to speak for both of you guys, but when I when I came watching the shows i always came for like uh, like hap- like to be happy like every time i watched mm-hmm. the shows i always walked out like feeling like mm-hmm. really like up because like the vibe of the shows or like especially the corkins always made me feel happy like and i know this this roster is at least like a, a 
like a, a small family that uh you know train together they do this together they're they're you can see like the way they um promo and they all hang out they do this and that they're not the kayfabe is uh way different from you know stardom or the, the indies or i don't know they have their own bubble and i've the bubble was like it made me happy for a very long time and uh even now it's it's still the same like the vibes are always high um the promotions the sometimes doesn't make you like it usually doesn't make you upset but like you know one of the things that like i've discovered about Tokyo Joshi Pro is that watching her their smaller shows is better than watching their bigger shows yeah yeah oh oh man uh the big example is like when they go to Yuki Arise like hometown and they have those mini concerts and it's just like it's what much other better. yeah like what other company does stuff like this yeah it's because there are big shows i feel because they don't like fill the venues that much with audiences uh that's a stardom issue as well uh the the shows feel much colder than they should and because they like wrestle towards the big show, they wrestle slightly different because they have to. And the shows feel less lively and less like homely uh, than than the shows in the smaller venues, which is of course the point. So, like I've I've almost I've, I'm almost sure that I'm not going to watch the next big show they do in the spring but i will never like skip a korakan hall show of theirs yeah it's like I, I see what you mean like when they run those big buildings it's like they have to live up to the standard of what's been in that building and like try to fill as much yeah. people it's, and, it's like wrestling like for that. for 500 people uh in in kitazawa or something like that it's much much different than wrestling for I don't know, 3,000 people in Sumo Hall. Like, you have to wrestle much different than mm-hmm. what you do normally. And it does not feel like Tokyo Joshi Pro. Yeah, like, them going to, like, Endo's hometown, Yuki Arai's hometown. Well, they go all out for Endo. That's just tight. Yeah, like, that, like that stuff is, like, so cool. Like, like her, them bringing her flags, the new music, uh, SKA48, like, fucking performing with the girl like all that all that stuff is like so fun i, I see what you mean by the like the, the big shows never feel uh like the promotion like but like those corkins and like those smaller shows always they always feel right especially when they're streamed because well we haven't been getting a lot of the stream shows we've been getting a lot of the vods which makes me sad yeah this one was on tape delay yeah, like that was the big thing about that. Like, like fuck, <laughs> you know. Like, we wanted to see Yuka's last stuff kind of live. I know a lot of people did. I, I wasn't really, I didn't really care. Like, but like knowing people that did want to see that and didn't get it live, this sucks. But what can you do? Yeah, there's a. Uh, I know there definitely there definitely were times with TJSPW back then where I was much higher on it than I was at starting at the time. So, you know, it's not like they can't, you know, compete. It's it's just, I was telling Trent, it's like, 
a lot of people they want like they go into TGPW and they're like, oh, it's not like starting. Yeah, it's not supposed to be. Like, would you get past that? And you like just have fun with it. A lot of people I've seen, you know, on the internet, a lot of people do not know what have fun with wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That goes for a lot of people. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like peak, like for me was like that like pandemic, like pet DDT and TGPW pandemic wise was like everything to me because that's what I popped on every night when I knew I could watch it and it Did was they? being streamed. Like it was like fives. <laughs> Dude, they had that empty arena, empty Tokyo Dome tournament, money tournament. Yeah, like yep. stuff stuff like that made me like really happy. And it occupied my time. It occupied a lot of people's time. The the thing is that the, after that, when the crowds came back, they've lost their way. At least they did it. Uh, Tokyo Pro not as much, uh, but you can you can you could have felt that they were hurting for the crowd interactions a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, by the by the end of it, we were like, damn, like okay, we we are at our ends, but we got the crowds back. Yeah, I mean, when they do come to America, uh, like when they did the show for Mini Weekend and then the Combat Princess, the crowds are hot. Like those crowds are loud. Everybody gets cheered. Yeah, that first one they did back was when where, where you were at. That was like pretty fun. Um, I do wish Jabroni was here with us. Though. I wanted to hear him ramble about Yuka for three hours. <laughs> I mean, you got Velkic here, who is like, like yeah. I don't know, number one yeah. Yuka fan that I knew of. So, <laughs> do, you, do you got anything more to say about Yuka? Okay. Uh, no, I'm going to miss her. That's all. Yeah, you're not gonna see her anymore. No, <laughs> you will not turn on uh, TBS at seven o'clock. Oh, how? Wait, EST. I, my my time zone is that it's like at two in the morning. I'm not going to stay awake to watch it on some random pirated stream or pay for five plus. I'm not sure even if it works in my country uh, to watch AEW, which I. You know I don't what? know what? if, if I, I, why I don't, don't you want to watch AEW, huh? Why don't you want to? Because I despise American wrestling, <laughs> and I despise television wrestling, and I hate what it does to wrestling show because it's it's against everything that wrestling is supposed to be. Is to try to fit everything around to ad break. It does not work. It kills the matches. The American crowds suck. <laughs> The production on these shows suck. Commentaries suck. Everything sucks. Ah, wow, Tip- typical WWE fan. Fuck WWE. <laughs> at least, at least AW does not look plastic. WWE looks like uh, if you took a wrestling show, if you take a wrestling show and put several flip, uh, uh, like slips of plastic foil different coloring of the foil and put it in front of you and then like swipe very quickly in between them that's what you get uh, that's the WWE result like nothing's authentic everything's fake and it fucking sucks because it's still episodic television wrestling which sucks wow typical hater now you're gonna yeah. get them those fans on you <laughs> I don't care. I fucking hate them. 
Okay, let's move it over to the let's move it over to their uh, annual one point four. That was incredible. Uh, we have the the traditional match of Shoko Nakajima versus Hyper Masao. Wonder what the stipulation is going to be this year. Hopefully, it's Godzilla on the fucking pole or something. Because Godzilla, Godzilla. Minus, Godzilla <laughs> minus two. Yep. Uh, Godzilla minus one on the stick. I don't know. Something <laughs> good. It's a fucking Blu-ray. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. It's not on Blu-ray yet. <laughs> I can make one real quick. Oh yeah. Uh, and then we got the GCW offer match: Rene Yamashita versus Maki Ito. Yeah. See, this is this is that American shit. <laughs> and then finally, Yuki Rice free from Aja Kong is going to be walking at Uihara taking Aja Kong. And then we got. The champions, free Wi-Fi, defending against Daisy Monkey, which honestly, this is like the right now the two tag teams for them. So I'm really excited for this one. I hope it does extremely well. Yeah, this is the match to watch. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm like hype on. I'm I'm hoping they go crazy. And then we have TJPW Supernova, Yuki Rai taking on Maxine Paler for the International Princess Champion Championship. Do you guys think she does it, or do you think Max retains here? Mm. Do they crown mm. her hair, or they make her wait more? Uh, that's difficult to say. <laughs> <sighs> it's um, possible. Yeah, they could. That'd be kind of cool, actually. If they, if she loses, honestly, waiting for that palm turn. Like yeah, I, I can see both going them both ways, like to keep with it with uh, Max or to go with Yuki or I. Like Max is uh, super recruiter now, so why not go with Max? Um, like they are fine, they are fine champion. I think they should like keep the belt still. Like why? Why not? Like, yeah, Max. Max is not in the tag team anymore, and uh, I don't think she has anything else to do. So yeah, yeah, like. Uh, oh, I think Max is champion in NWA, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Max the Impaler. Oh, yeah. yeah, she didn't she beat Rika? Yeah, yeah she is NW. No, she's NW World's Women Television Champion. Oh shit! And she's zero one US Women's Champion, and has been for almost seven hundred race. Yeah, make Yuki right NWA champ. That would be sick. Put her, put her, <laughs> put a little portrait in the center. Oh, that'd be sick. And then we have the main event: Princess of Princess Championship. Yuya Masha defending its Masha Slamovich. This one should uh, be good. I expected expect quality from this one. Yeah, not gonna lie, I'm I'm not super hyped, but knowing this is in a Tokyo Joshi ring, it's probably gonna be way better than. The other stuff she's been doing. My my issue, Darf, is that this match does not feel like it's doing anything for anyone on the roster. As long as it's better than as long as it's better than the Thunder Rosa match. That, that goes for like all the girls that have been coming in and getting nothing. <laughs> they they no build, just you get a match. <laughs> yeah, that's the issue I have. Like, there's no build for this match. Oh, besides her losing on Combat Princess. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've not seen that show yet. Yeah. As I no said, I don't have haven't. time this weekend. <laughs> I don't think no one could watch uh, oh, right. glitchy footage. Right. 
Also, this card isn't done. In like yeah. six hours, we're gonna get uh, Riho and Mizunami and a lot of people, other people in this card. So yeah, this is Riho. gonna look insane. <laughs> Riho has been announced for this card. Uh, Mizunami. I mean, just run it back with fucking what's her name? Yeah, Watanabe isn't on this card, is she? Yeah. Mocha. There you go. Mocha. Run it back with Mocha. You think they give us like Riho and Watanabe or something stupid? I don't know. I mean, they could do a tag. Let's see why not. Ooh, that'd, be kinda, they, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that's what they normally do with Riho. Remember, she was well, she teamed with Shoko last time. Remember? Shoko, yeah, something like that. Again, I think was it wasn't against uh, Sugar Rabbits. Hmm. Got to refresh my cage match. <laughs> Uh, Sugar Rabbits. Riho. Okay. Uh, yeah, Riho and Shoko against Sugar Rabbits. Yeah, that's in 2017, 18. And then Rico Shoko versus uh Daisy Monkey in 2021. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Daisy Monkey. That's when they were first starting to get. Oh, Riho yeah. and Endo. That okay, was yeah. That uh, was uh. That was Riho the Noah. show where Riho oh. got booed because she Outside. was like a rookie. Boo! You guys, <laughs> you guys had to give a percent for Daisy Monkey to win this match. What would you give him? Fuck. Uh, I would hope. I'm not gonna lie. I, I hope they don't win because I think free Wi-Fi still has some go. Great but I won't be surprised. Yeah. I'd, I'd really like for Daisy Monkey to lose here and to win a tournament or something to yeah. get a shot again. Oh, have them, have them beat, her, beat them after the Max Heart? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The five yeah, star. Like, like go, go here and say, okay, we almost got them, but they were better on this day. Let's go and let's beat them in bigger way. Yeah. yeah, it has to be super competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Would much rather like that than than like Daisy Monkey winning because that would feel like that. Uh, no, I now got the titles just like just to get them. They just yeah, gave them yeah. just to give them to them. Yeah, yeah had and, more defenses than most people had. Yeah, year, because so. because Daisy Monkey was were always like uh, scheduled to win them at the Korokan Hall, and it was like, oh, here's the transitional champions. Now go be happy. Hikari no, I want something. Yeah, give my give my girls like some go before they lose them, <laughs> please. I'm I'm just gonna live with the solace that Noah's always one one way from a triple crown, a grand slam. <laughs> yeah, just just we gotta remember it will happen. The grand slam's coming eventually, fellas. I mean, I I may not be able to see it, but it'll it'll come. I swear. Don't worry, you'll be fifty five when it happens. Should be thirty seven years old. <laughs> Young upstart, Kari Noah. And then she will retire. Don't do that to me.
I walk up in the building, your bitch damn near passed out. Nigga, fuck your tongue.